take a little time to myself, do a little blowing pork chops. And this was the time. Little blow of pork you know what I mean? Smoking yeah. a pancake. <laughs> Smoking, um, a pancake. <laughs> Smoking a pancake, baby. <laughs> well, okay, since we're such football guys, though, what about the Warriors game last night? Anybody watch that? I didn't watch a second of it because of the NBA Finals. Is just so I'm, sure you, I'm sure you were happy to see my Venmo, though. <laughs> I did. Well, okay, so I checked it out. So, okay, so long story. That was such a bad bet. Oh, my Look God. No, no, Ten no, days but, off. No, 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 Ben, but it wasn't because, like, here's the thing. Like, I, I bet on the War- Warriors were dogs playing Portland in game. So we had plus one and a half. Dude, in game the three, they were dogs against the Blazers, and I was working, like, a Saturday night. And I was like, oh, I'll throw a couple bucks on the Warriors. Like, it's the Warriors. It's the fucking greatest team uh-huh. ever assembled. They're going to cover anything. They're, they're unreal. Anytime, anytime the Warriors are dogs, I'll throw money on them. So uh, I, didn't, I didn't hate the bet. And, like, they were down all game, obviously. But I'm never worried with the Warriors. They can hit four threes no, in I'm not worried about the seconds. series. I'm not worried about the series at all. It was just like, Jesus, like, I should have known better. Ten days off, the Warriors always come out rusty after a long time yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they've swept. They've come through the hey, finals before, and good they've news, swept every team. But good news Go is ahead. that they're probably going to be dogs again <coughs> for game two. Next game two. You know yeah, what I mean? take that So they're probably going to be I, dogs, and they might raise that total. But that total was crushed last night. Let's du- let's double that up on. Yeah, we can on, do. Uh, Gold State was Portland. was underdogs in that Dude, game. Yeah, plus, plus one, one and a half. half. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you still Dude, if they're if they're gambling if they're like plus three. Uh, uh it's, it's been a while. Um, it's been a while. But uh, yeah, dude, if the, if the Warriors are plus three or something yeah. like that, I might throw a good two hundred bucks yeah, on that. It's easy like, money. They're they're dogs. It Anytime wasn't easy dogs. money last night, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was painful. They, <clears throat> they didn't win last. They didn't win. Uh, last they got their asses because right? I, I didn't like watch it. Yeah, they lost by like ten, right? Like that, right? Yeah, and, and it, it oh, was that's they, right. That's right. They, they did the Warriors thing where they would they would you know lose its. They'd be losing by 12 or 7, 15, you know, whatever. And then they bring it within two. Yeah. And then yeah. they go back down by 7, Did 8, 12. Did they ever go up last night? Like, were they? At- they went up, like, it, I want to say it was, like, the second quarter. It was, like, 41-40 oh, okay. so, at like one point. But, like, second half, yeah. it was all Raptors? Second half, I think it was all Raptors. I can't say the Warriors. I can't remember the Warriors coming out in front. And it's, it's kind of funny. I was looking at the stat lines. Everyone played, played kind of well. It was that dude, uh, Sayakam. Pascal, is that how you say yeah, his name? Pascal, Pascal Siakam fucking went off. Who is that guy? Dude. <laughs> he scored. Thir- he scored like thirty-two yeah, or something yeah, like so that. I mean, right? where, who is this yeah. guy? No, no free ads on this podcast. Kawhi was empty. No free ads on this podcast. But if you guys don't follow freezing cold takes and old player tweets on Instagram, they have some of the funniest yeah. shit. Because like Pascal was drafted. This is the only reason why I know this. He was drafted in the first round, like twenty seventh overall by the Raptors. And, like, half of the basketball world was like, what the fuck are the Raptors doing? This doesn't make any sense. And uh, uh, they just yeah. keep posting shit of, like, people losing their shit over this. And uh, he's obviously a stud now. Because this is multiple times that he's done this. Like, he's put up 20-plus points in the playoffs. Like, he's been a really Obviously, good I don't watch the Raptors. So I didn't know that this guy was a stud. And I had never heard of him. And I was expecting it to be, like, a Kawhi and, you know, yeah. uh, maybe Kawhi. maybe some Serge Ibaka getting in the mix with uh, with Boogie. Yeah. Kawhi, you know, had, I really... Kawhi had 23 last night. 23. And I think he had... He was Cold, he had I remember. Eight in the in in the second quarter, uh, in the first yeah. half, dude. The, I think he had only like eight points. The uh, the Raptors played well, man. They just spread that ball and, out. And I mean, Steph had thirty. I want to say or yeah, twenty eight. I'm, look, I'm looking at I the mean, stats right now. He had, I mean, it wasn't like anybody played dude, too too bad. Steph had thirty four. Clay yeah. Thompson had twenty one. 
Like everybody played well, but fifteen something turnovers, fifteen plus oh, turnovers. Well, dude, I mean, you can't rush, you can't man. win a game. That's the rust. You can't win a game, and that's and that's that's, that's right. the Warriors' thing, man. Like if they have a shit ton of turnovers, which they tend to turn over the ball a fuck ton, then I mean they just can't win games that way. Yeah. I don't care if you're the best team ever assembled. Well, now that's now Iggy's out too, right? Because he didn't look good and he came up limping oh, uh, in the middle of the game. Iguodala, yeah, yeah, I think it was a repeat yeah. injury. I think it was his hamstring, I believe. Uh, he yeah. went up for a shot and he came down. He must have just extended his hamstring, and that was that. I popped. Football guy would have oh, rubbed dude, some fucking coconut I've oil on that thing before. and went back in the game. Yo, you remember you remember the NFL Blitz game on PS2 when you'd get that huge injury and they'd shoot you up with steroids and put you dude, back so on the field? Aggressive. That game was so aggressive. <laughs> that game was that great. Game was like, great. 2002 you know, or something like that. You see with the blow, but like at halftime they'd be like, hey, you want a little bump? And if you didn't take it, like the team morale would go down. They'd be like, you're about to make You want a little bump? Yeah. Poor job yeah. get back yeah. out the there, only baby. football the <laughs> only football game ever where you would just rip a guy's leg off and yeah. just like shoot him up with steroids yeah. literally rip a guy's leg off leg off and i think it was rated like m and everything yeah. Like, oh, who, yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> dude that was like nhl hits you would you would like bang a slap shot from the other blue line and go top shelf and it would smash the net like off the fucking off the goal dude, those dude that's like uh, great, i used to man. those games man like freaking mlb slugfest yeah. you remember you used to run around and you fucking punch guys yeah, off the like, bases yeah, okay, and shit say, like, you'd, like you'd be like a, <laughs> you could play as minotaurs i mean it was this <laughs> d- <laughs> uh, good shit. that's so funny hearing that when people say uh are video games ruining children and the way that they approach sports? And back in the day, we were just like ripping off legs and shit <laughs> on video games. Yeah, dude, no, that man, or I was trying to run off a wall because I played NFL Street too much. NFL like, Street, what are you yeah. Doing? <laughs> <laughs> trying to throw behind the back passes. Yeah, yeah trying to throw behind the back. <laughs> oh, fuck. How do you guys feel about Drake? What, what's because this that's been bothering oh, me literally for the past three days. I've had I've had issues focusing on my life because I can't stand Drake on the sidelines. I, I feel like can't, anybody I can't stand who's not that. a Raptors fan is like super over Drake and probably a couple Raptors fans are like, this dude's fucking killing the brand. He's killing our brand right now. Yeah. It's Did you just, see him wearing a Curry weird. jersey last night? Yeah, what the fuck? It was like, like for the dude who's the ultimate like bandwagoner, and like yeah. his team, I guess, is now finally in the finals. And like, I get it. It's it's awesome for the city of Toronto. Like, I'm I'm stoked that they can be in the finals and you know have something to root for. But it's like Drake is just killing it because nobody wants them to win. And the Uh-oh. Warriors are the Warriors Damn are it. the one team that like everybody should want to lose, but they don't. Am I frozen? Yeah. Can you hear me? No, you're good. Oh, okay, um, you were frozen for a second. Yeah, no. I mean, but the fact is, like, Drake has Warriors tattoos. Like, yeah, it's so he's weird. friends with all those guys. Like, and and I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if you caught it, Eric. I know you watched the game, but at the end last night, when him and Draymond got into it a little bit, I don't know who said the first thing. And I think you know how I, how, you guys know how I feel about Draymond. Kind of like he's uh, he, he's kind of a pain in the ass. But uh, I mean. Uh, I don't care if you're a celebrity or not. Get out of the players' faces. Why are 
celebrities getting into the mix with these guys, so, whether it be after the game on the on the court or yeah. you know on, on Twitter. I mean, what, what they can't hold a light to these guys, you know? No, it's, it's the, like why? Well, I, <laughs> last thing we it's need. fine that he's on. It's fine that he's courtside and going nuts. But That's cool. I thought, don't touch Nick Nurse I when he touched. Don't yeah, get involved. I thought that was fucking crazy. <laughs> don't dude. touch Nick Nurse. Dude, don't get involved with the players. Don't shit talk back, uh, I, on the dude, court after Jack the game. Nichol- yeah, Draymond Green would rip court, your bro. head off. Oh, dude, Draymond would put him in a fucking wheelchair. I saw some tweet that was like, he's about to put him in a wheelchair for real because he's on fucking uh, Degrassi. Did you see uh, Drake's Instagram when he pulled the hair lint off of Stephen Curry and he put it on uh, a picture on Instagram and he said, my eBay is about to go pop off or something like that, Stephen Curry hair lint, and the username to buy it was Draymond shouldn't wear number 23. (laughs) That's a little funny. Um... Dude, he's like that's like step one to these types of dudes and hip hop artists starting to move towards the bench. Next step is Drake is gonna be fucking George Foreman grilling on the fucking bench <laughs> during the regular season next to the players. It's like, dude, fucking stay dude, away from he's the gonna coach. Be out you there know what I mean? Layups and warmups, and they're gonna be like, "What the fuck? What are you doing?" <laughs> and actually, the 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 one thing I I wouldn't be opposed to is I remember. It, I mean, if they all like owned a team, like those type, those celebrities that want to get involved, and they owned a team, like I remember how all the it was like Jay Z and Stephen Curry, weren't they going to buy like the Carolina Panthers or something? I think I'd heard that too. Yeah, something like that. Sounds about right. Yeah, they were thinking about that. I think that'd be a dope thing to do. But I mean, get off your fucking sidelines. Quit touching your coach. I mean, what's is there a coach's box rule in the NBA? Like, how does that work? I mean, no, like, I, like pop is pop is fifteen. <laughs> pops over by the three point line sometimes, and coaching gets up. Like, there's pops in the game, dude. Yeah, there's a six the, man on yeah, the court. There's there is no dude. The biggest problem I have with Drake though is is people that defend him on on the internets and saying that he's a diehard type fan. It's like, dude. You, you can't be both. Like, the amount of New England Patriot diehards that have a Peyton Manning tattoo on, on their forearm is, like, zero. Like, you, you're either a fan of all all the all the teams and the sport, and that's fine. But dude's not a diehard. He just showed—I know he, he likes the Raptors, but ah, it's so fucking annoying. He, he, had a, he had a wristband that was covering up his tattoos last night of the Warriors. Yeah, and while just, wearing a Curry jersey, which might be that whole Drake curse thing he was trying to exploit. But come on. I mean— Maybe. Well, his dad played for the Raptors, right? Del, Del Curry played for the Raptors. Del Curry played. Oh, that was a Del that Curry uh, jersey. Spend, yeah. That's just exploiting Ben's lack of knowledge of the NBA. Connecting. Uh, so he was tro- he was trolling Steph for I sure. He was, I, he was, was obviously trolling. Um, but yeah, I mean that's cool. I don't mind the trolling. It's just why yeah. are you touching your coach, man? Like I, I I swear to God, if I were a coach in the NBA, which I could never be, but if I don't care if he's a celebrity. If he touched me in the game, like, could you imagine? I, you've coached before. How heated do you get, even if it's, like, a Little League game? Oh, do you dude. imagine if, like, yeah. a dad or a parent came over and started rubbing your shoulders and, like, yeah. come on, man. You got this. Me, I mean, get I'm the fuck to... away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Who the it's, fuck well, it's, are you? It's like, it's like I'm trying to do my job right now. Like, this is my job. This is my word I make my livelihood on. Don't come over here and fucking mock it by rubbing my shoulders, you piece of shit. Yeah. Stand over by your go fucking fuck, bench. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go no, write a like, rap song, you but fucking But it's joke. crazy because it's like one of the more unlikable teams because they're winning is the Warriors. And Drake is literally flipping the script and making everybody be a Warriors fan because they all want to see the Raptors lose right now. I just think that's phenomenal. Yeah. It's crazy. 
that's it's yeah. amazing how much pop culture and like social media has allowed pop culture to just like completely infiltrate sports fandom. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> and that's why I mean that's why the Raptors <clears throat> basically made him a glorified mascot is they wanted to bring just his culture and I guess hip hop culture and he's I mean he's fucking one of the biggest stars out there so yeah. Oh, for sure. It makes sense. Uh, that's you know I don't know I can't see anybody his face. anybody know the guy <laughs> he cracks me up every time he cracks me up every time another guy on the Toronto sidelines that I've been watching all playoffs uh, he's always there it's the guy the Indian the t- guy yeah who is this guy he's yeah. got to be like a multi multi millionaire that guy's still there right? he's a billionaire yeah. he's, he's like every, an oil he's billionaire three years ago time. and being like who's this dude on this he's got to have some star power. Yeah. And he, and he cheers dude, his ass off, man. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah. Dude, he's the biggest diehard Raptor. Every time that I've gone to a Raptors-Celtics uh, game in the Garden, I've always seen him courtside awesome. every single wow. time. He, like, travels with the team. It's He's been doing it for, like, 10 years. That's sick. Um, Good for him. He wipes his ass with <laughs> – he, he probably, he, he probably like, invented a $1,000 bill in, in Canada just to wipe his ass with it. He owns he's got it. so much fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a toy. But he's the most diehard fan. He should be getting more attention no, than Drake. I agree. And that's the type of fan like I like to see, you know, a celebrity fandom. You know, like just keep 100%. quiet, cheer for your cheer for your team and and just stay out of the weeds. Like why are yeah, you jumping don't put into out the mud with music either. What do you have to say to Draymond last night after the game? You know, I mean yeah. the dude would rip your arms off and shove them up your ass twice. He infuriates like, me. I mean he's just like <clears throat> It's like, dude, it, I just, I don't know. The Raptors have been irrelevant for such a long time. And, of course, Drake is out there, you know, just banging other fucking <laughs> other woman to draw that analogy. Like, your wife's pregnant, and she's looking ugly, and you're out there just banging hooers. And now she's looking good again, and you're back. Like, dude, yeah. it doesn't work that way. In Boston, Paul Pierce was getting stabbed. We're watching Antoine Walker throw up bombs from 40 feet and missing all of them <laughs> for, like, 10 years. And we stuck around for all that. And Drake's out there just out in Golden State getting tatted up. Mm-hmm insufferable he's like the he's, he's the worst he is he, disgusting yeah, I mean, he's been bothering me. disgusting I'm, people Harris. congrats that was really <laughs> that good. was definitely my that was my first one that was my first no, one that was good yeah. no I, I yeah i mean i, I don't want to keep beating the dead horse but yeah i mean i just can't stand him and that's the type of celebrity fan i just can't get behind yeah. uh well, let's move into more shitty people and just move over to odell beckham oh, jr yeah, I was let's just, just keep about this to say, i, I, I want to hear a cam good rant. segue i i'm, I'm, I'm three <laughs> yeah. months late on a cam rant and trouble in paradise I need, that's all i'm gonna OBJ. say trouble in paradise trouble i need paradise. one i need a quick splash i'll be right back all right two seconds Hey Cam. You still don't still don't have internet, huh? All right, I'm back. Yeah, I got you. Cam still doesn't have internet, I guess, huh? <laughs> Is he gone? Gone. Oh man, it's just like. He still gets the AOL CDs and he and he downloads AOL 5.0 into his computer. Every time he opens up a fucking internet browser, it dials up. Just using his point, just using his pointer fingers to type his password. <laughs> Types in the wrong one. Damn it! These goddamn kids. Sophia. Doggarn. What'd you do to my computer? 
Oh man, he's got like the old school just hard drive on the floor <laughs> he's too. So old school, bro. <laughs> How'd you guys so the you gateway. <laughs> I thought your I internet, thought your was, internet down. was down. I didn't know you. Oh no, 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 no! Cam's <laughs> we were like, Cam's internet's down again. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just talking heavy shit too. We thought sorry. you were gone. Fucking, fucking Walmart connection. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you say somebody called the house phone? You the house yeah. phone too? I was like, I was like, dude, it's my a wall phone with cord. The rotary number corded phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Sorry my guys, video. somebody just uh, just gonna me on my beeper. I had to too. step away for a quick second. We don't really need your video. Just yeah, just keep All it right. off. Keep it off. I just like seeing you guys. Well, I can still so, see you guys. You can still see us, but hey, so yeah, let's. Uh, if we're back, let's. I, I I'm three months late on a camera, and I feel yeah. like OBJ would be a perfect so, one. Trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise. Thing I've heard trouble about the paradise. Cleveland Browns in a long in time. In beautiful Cleveland. <laughs> Um, I mean, so this is this is like my view on it, right? Like, I've never had anything against Odell. Like, I, I've always liked him. I thought that his antics were a, pretty childish that one year where he was, like, proposing to Annette and shit like that. Obviously, you got to cut that shit out. You're a pro. Um, gets traded to Cleveland, and he's going to be with Baker and Jarvis Landry, and you're like, this is going to be a sick, sick team right here. This is going to be fun to watch. And then we're watching ESPN yesterday. And uh, he hasn't been to eight of nine OTAs. And his head coach is saying, yeah, he's missing a lot. So, like, I understand when you make it optional, players have the option to not do it. You look at a guy like Brady, he's not going to go because he's won six Super Bowls. But with a guy like OBJ, you're walking into a brand-new team and a team that needs, needs that star power. You're walking into a brand-new offense, right? You're walking in with a first-year, one-year quarterback. Baker's only had one good year. I think he's going to be really good, but there is something very real about the sophomore slump because yep. teams end up get you gather this film on him, and you're like, okay, here's what he likes to do. Here's where he likes to look. You kind of pick up on that coaching staff. So you've got all these, like, new factors in this dude like OBJ who's like, man, I just got to run a streak, and that's it. I don't know what the fuck else you need me to do. And so it's like... It's just very, very unprofessional of him to do that. Um, super childish and kind of unsurprising, to be honest. Like at this, like as much as I wanted him to go out there and be like, "No, I'm gonna fucking work and like be one of the dogs in Cleveland." Like Jarvis fucking Landry's there. Why aren't you there? What are you doing right now? And then he starts posting shit on Instagram where it's like the Statue of Liberty, which is him like making that catch for the Giants. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? How big is your ego? You're on a on his card on his, his Rolls Royce. Yeah, it's like dog, you're on a brand new fucking team, and you got the nuts to do this shit. Like, holy fuck! I, I mean, like, think about the offensive linemen who who are like out there grinding every fucking day, grinding, right? Yep. And it's like they're not missing OTAs, you know, unless it's unless it's someone who's you know been in the league for ten plus years. Then it's like, all right, he's a he's a vet, he can do that. But you walk into a system like that, and you're brand fucking new. You're missing eight to nine OTAs, which means that you showed up for the first day of school. And then day two, you were like, man, that's some old shit. I'm going to go fucking back to New York and party. Like, no, fuck that. Uh, very disappointed. And it's, it, it's, already, it's already like this team in Cleveland that could be very good and could make a run, make a, an okay run. They could go to the divisional. They could, I could see them going to the conference championship. I don't think they'll win because I don't think they have the experience. But this new team that could go, and he's already, like, just fucking it. And, Eric, you pointed this out a long time ago when we first started doing the shit where you're like, dude, he's just a problem. He's a head case. I, I don't want him anywhere near my team. I mean, right now he's proving you right. 
What do you guys think, though? I don't know. I just don't like, what else does he, like, what else do you have to do, though? This is your job, and you just join. This is the only year where you probably, where you should show up to those optional practices. Be a piece of shit for the rest of your career. Who cares? But you're learning a new system. It's really difficult to learn a fucking NFL system. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't. I don't hate OBJ specific. I, I, actually, you know what? I hate OBJ. I can't stand ahead, him. Dude. I can't stand disgusting people. I can't stand back. people. Yeah. <laughs> I also can't stand people like him. Just and there, there's so many forms of Odell's walking around in the world. Dude, it's, it's people aggressive. that think they're too good for shit. And and I just I can't stand people like him. Like, dude, what what else do you have to do? This is your job. Your life is awesome. You play football. Just show up to fucking optional. No, I agree with you. Year. I agree with both of you guys on this. But uh, now you did say, yeah, Brady doesn't show up to OTAs because I mean, come on, he has six Super Bowls. Okay, I mean, I am a Brady fan. I do appreciate Brady and his greatness. But if we're gonna hold that standard to a guy like OBJ, it's got to be held to Brady. It's it's just got to be. And that's my opinion on it. But, I mean, to not show up to OTAs, I'm not that type of person. I've never been that type of athlete where I would miss any practice, whether it be mandatory or not mandatory. Um, Mm -hmm. But there are those guys that, you know, just say, oh, not mandatory. I'm not going to show up. And I get that, like, you know, you have guys that have been really successful, but you still got to hold them to that same standard. Yeah, but, like, if if Tom went to Cleveland for the first year, Number one, he's going to show up to those optionals. And number two, Tom is Tom is working with his wide receivers. They're just kind of doing their own thing. He's working with Edelman. He's working with uh, what's his what's his name? Nikhil. He's working with dudes. Yeah, he's still working. Fucking OBJ is out, out there party. having some blowing I see the a pork chop. Okay, that's a good. Thing. He's, he's having some blowing a pork chop. He's having blowing a pork chop. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what else do you have to the do? New, like, show up to work. The new hook. You know? The new hook meme is going to be yeah, just a pork chop and a pile of cocaine. Yeah, I was thinking like a line. Going down like the bone, but yeah, it's just gonna say under it. Under it's just gonna say Tuesday night, like just Tuesday night, cocaine in a pork chop. (laughs) I don't know, man. And who like the the whole thing about Odell is he's gonna do pretty well. He's obviously gonna catch some balls because I maybe his I guess his position doesn't require the amount of attention that others do. I think wide receiver is in terms of the mental aspect. I mean. Is it probably the easiest position to play in terms of a mental yeah, aspect? It, because it, you're just the two, how many routes you need to know. The two easiest positions, well, top three in my eyes are running back, which is carry the ball that way. Defensive line, know if which is mm-hmm. go tackle the guy with the ball that way, and then receiver. You know, because it's like like I, yeah. and receivers. The thing about receivers, so difficulty, difficulty, and mental difficulty, right? Because physical difficulty of 100%. a physical running back or a defensive. Different. Yeah, okay. I was just wanted yeah, to yeah, yeah. clear that up. I'm but. talking about mental. Yeah, absolutely. Mental Sorry, difficulty. Yes, I understand. I understand. Um, that makes but sense. Like with receiver, like <laughs> the thing is, is that it's a brand. Like if he did this with the Giants, I would kind of get it because it's like he's been in this system for five or six years. He gets it. He knows what he's doing. He knows the offense. But this is a brand new system, right? Like you're going to have to learn brand mm. new things as the number one or number two receiver because now we got you and Jarvis Landry, so we can flip you guys. You know, you could be number two on this play. Mm. And he's just like he's just kind of blowing it off. It's just weird. It's it's such a like lack of caring. That's something that you want for a guy that you like. You know what I mean? Like if I was an OB, if I was a diehard OBJ fan, you know, and, and he pulled this shit, I'd be like, fuck, like. If I were a Cleveland Browns fan, I'd be pissed. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Definitely. What bothers me about, like, these types of people 
is, for example, this dude's going to show up in the regular season and he's going to get his numbers. But when the going gets tough and, I mean, leadership and character and you're going to be facing a team that's better than you, that's where these types of people fold. And a lot of people don't notice those little things. You can't say Odell's a a good presence in the locker room. I know some players have defended him. But it's like, dude, I, I just don't believe that for one second. Like the amount of ego and narcissism that the, this guy has is on a different level. I think I think he's a sociopath, and I think those people are bad for football teams. Like, I just think they are. I would rather not have that talent on any of my teams so I got, than have his mouth running all I the time. I got a really good question for both of you now that you say that. N- okay. Name me a couple more really toxic players that you've seen in NFL history, like an OBJ or like, like you said, like a sociopath that have ruined teams. Give me a couple of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon. Antonio Antonio Brown. Brown. I was going to say Antonio (laughs) Brown Uh, and Le'Veon Bell. So we're talking modern. Is, is there anybody say, let's go, let's go, let's go nineties, nineties back. I'm sure that Terrell Owens was not a a person to deal with in the locker room. But I mean, I'm sure Randy, Randy Moss pre Patriots was a, was a, just a fucking load to deal with in the locker room. Um, as bad mm-hmm. as OBJ? No, because I think that Randy Moss, when he got to... I think that Randy Moss on bad teams probably was applicable, maybe, but Randy Moss was just a different story. It's like... like I don't know if you guys have seen the, the 30 for 30 on, on uh, Randy Moss called Rand University. It's fucking awesome, and you should definitely watch it if you haven't. But like he, he like got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Uh, when he went to go and get, he was he was getting scholarships from schools. A lot of schools wouldn't really give him a scholarship, so he ended up going to Marshall, and then he ends up going to the draft. And he had a lot of like, man, I don't know if I should be here because of how small the town was that he grew up. So I think it was a little bit different for Randy Moss, but I'm sure Randy Moss after his rookie year, when he was clearly the best receiver in the NFL, I'm sure that there's some ego that comes along with that. But like off the top of my head, I'm sure that To was tough to deal with. I'm sure that. Chad Ochocinco. Chad Ochocinco. I'm, I'm 100% I just, you, definition of it's it. It's just funny. You just don't hear – you hear about those guys, but you don't hear them as much as you hear about the toxic toxicity of OBJ. I feel like maybe that yeah. could be today's today's media age. You know, we're always just Hunter, Oh, on, dude. You know. like, yeah, and the other it. thing is that, like, T.O. wasn't around with, like, Twitter and Instagram. No. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's a good point. It, if, if there's no Facebook, like, Antonio Brown doesn't get to go on Facebook Live before the Patriots game and his head coach is calling the Patriots <laughs> assholes. Like, that's not a story. <laughs> you know, so it's like if you put Twitter and Instagram and Facebook in the 80s, I'm sure that there's some dudes who – would probably be shocking that you would find out are like bad locker room guys. You know, I've I've heard like I've heard from guys who and I don't want to throw like names out there, but I've heard from guys who have trained with Giants players that OBJ literally walks into the weight room, signs his name, and then walks out. Like the dude doesn't give yeah. a fuck. He's just all natural ability. And like, dude, you know what? Like, you don't bother. Just I'll let you keep going too. There's so many people like that, but and, and you mentioned this before in the past. And what drives me nuts about him too is he posts the the Instagram pictures of him with his trainer, like, and you know he's only working out for for twenty minutes to just get a quick video for the gram and just say I'm passionate, I work out hard. It's like no, you fucking yeah, don't, he's dude. Like dunking your shirt, no, you he's don't. Dunking your shirt in water and then like spraying some water on him, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. video record me catching this ball from the jugs machine, and they're like, okay, cool, that was. He's like, that was 30 seconds. You good? And he's like, yeah, 30 seconds is all I need for Instagram. We could do a minute, but that's like way more work. So um, it's just like, 
I don't know, man. It's just he's a, he's an incredibly talented player. He was crazy talented at LSU, and he's he he could. I mean, dude, this is a this is a weird like fork in the road for the Browns because they're they've been through the shit. They've been through you know zero and sixteen season. They've been through two and fourteen seasons, and now it's like, hey, you guys actually got a quarterback who a lot of people didn't think was going to be this good, who could very well be that good. And you've got a couple of weapons around him now, and you've got a defense. Like you're you're building something, and so to have a guy like this who could come in and possibly kind of tear this thing down, it's kind of sad. You know, I want to see the Browns do good. I really do. But like with OBJ posting him running a fucking shake route in the middle of July at UCLA, and it's like, yo, you got like actual work to do in Cleveland. Why the fuck aren't you there? It's just weird. Like it's it's disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, dude, I, I just kind of drive all my, my, uh, my dislike for people like this just from, from college teammates who would do the same shit. You know, the people that would just like be drinking a protein shake to make it look like they're they're taking care of themselves. Like, I just impossible to, to gain weight. It's, it's like, dude, you're not trying. <laughs> like, I'm super passionate about winning, but you don't show up to certain fucking practices it's like you're not passionate about winning you don't love winning because you got to do all the little things same thing with obj it's like oh i'm just a super passionate guy but you have a hard time staying off tv with fucking lil wayne when he's blasted out of his mind like you don't love winning you threw your whole team and your whole management under the bus dude like that's that's part of winning is being a leader like that. You can't just say you're a leader and then scream and then put a video up of you next to Tom Brady yelling on the sidelines. Like that's not yeah, what it no, is. It's, it's you fucking imbecile. So true. It's so true. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. Like all the little things are what matter and he just like everybody just throws it out there. Like this guy's passionate leader. No he's not, dude. Like he's not. He's a piece of garbage actually. He's he belongs in the trash bag. <laughs> What are we moving on? What are we moving on to next? Uh, I don't. You guys have. You, I don't know if you guys had something planned, but I was going to mention. I saw an article this morning when I woke up that uh, caught me by surprise, and it was the Arizona Cardinals are saying are comparing Kyler Murray's arm to that of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that was kind of crazy now, to me too. I know that the comparisons always kind of like. <laughs> Pat, um, Kyler Murray is more like uh, Russell Wilson because of their stature and all that stuff. But to 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 make that arm comparison to Patrick Mahomes, Dude, I thought was wild. We're we're not even in double digits in OTAs, and people are talking about how we can throw the ball eighty five yards. Like, holy shit! Like, let's take it easy. Let's let this I mean, complete a fucking slant first. We don't need to. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It's just, dude, it's it's the comparison game. And this is what I fucking hate with sports media today is that there's always like, oh, he's the... It's like with Mahomes. It's like, oh, he's the next Brett Favre. He's the next this. It's like, no, dude, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick fucking Mahomes. Like, he's he's Patrick just Mahomes. really good at tackle yeah. football. Like, let's just leave it at that. And so for him, for Kyler to already be... I like it when you call tackle football. Yes. <laughs> I kind of like that. Hey, As opposed so, to, you know, flag football. So Two-hand hey, touch. So the New York football <laughs> Giants story. playing tackle football. Good story about the tackle football thing when I was in college. And uh, we'd be watching practice film. If you had a shitty play, our, our O-line coach would be like... So, like, if, with the many shitty plays that I had, he'd be like, Cam, stand up. And I'd stand up in the meeting room, and he'd go repeat after me. 
My name's Cameron Ciano, and I'm really shitty at tackle football. And I would have to say that, and then he'd be like, okay, you can sit down now. Like, <laughs> so that's why I call it tackle football. That's, that's hardcore. He was a great, he was a great O-line that's coach. That's pretty I hardcore. Love that guy. <laughs> but anyway. Football. It definitely s- sticks with you at Back night. The, uh, that would stick with me. I'm not the bad at tackle football. <laughs> the comparison game, dude. It's it's what's so <laughs> fucked up about, about football is that, like, nobody can be their own person. It's always like, this is the next, this guy. And it's like, that dude's a fucking Hall of Famer and won three Super Bowls. Let's chill on the comparisons. You know what I mean? It's like, with Kyler, he's so fresh. And we don't even, the thing is that we don't even know if this experiment's going to work. This this whole Cliff Kingsbury air raid moving into the NFL, this shit could be dead in two years. Like, they gave Cliff mm. Kingsbury the keys to the car, and they were like, you go do your fucking thing. If it doesn't work, your asses can. And, like, don't be mistaken about that. If if the if the Cardinals go three and thirteen next year, and then they go six and ten the year after, Cliff Kingsbury is fucking outskis. And the Kyler Murray debate's over. And for all they know, Josh Rosen could be playing well, and they could have just shipped their future off to Miami. You know, and it's like yeah. Before we start throwing out these comparisons, let's see if this experiment's going to work. And the media doesn't want to. It's just it's so fake and, and that's clickbait just what it is. Headline man. It's, 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 it's just the worst. It's an experiment. I mean, that's just yeah. what it is. And people are treating it like it's an ex- it's a successful experiment. Like you said, before we've even hit double digit OTAs, yeah. <laughs> it's like we haven't even seen it in action yet. Just, and you guys are calling him the next. MVP, like yeah. basically. I mean, you're going to compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Like, you're going to, you're basically calling him the next MVP. Yeah, it's like you understand Patrick Mahomes threw 50 fucking touchdowns last year in his mm-hmm. second year as a pro. That's unreal. Like, <laughs> not only that, but like Kyler has a lot to get used to. And the thing is, is that like with mm-hmm. his height, like the two quarterbacks in the league right now who are about that tall is Drew Brees and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson runs around a lot, which is why he can kind of make. Chicken, sh- chicken salad and chicken shit and he can move around and he can move outside of the pocket he's great at throwing the ball on the run he can get the ball out quick if they're gonna go deep game or in their drop back he can throw back shoulders drew Brees is very systematic in his approach where like he has to throw the ball through linemen that's the biggest thing with short quarterbacks is that like hey these are big dudes and they got you have to actually develop a protection game where Drew Brees is going to be like, okay, I know that I'm looking towards this side of the field. I know that I'm looking for, you know, 10 to 22 yards deep. I know it's going to be, this ball's going to go between my center and right tackle. Like, that's where this ball is going to go. That takes a shit ton of preparation. And we don't know if Kyler can do that, and we don't know if Cliff Kingsbury can do that. So, dude, Kyler's also a little bit shorter than Drew Brees. Drew Brees is six feet. Kyler Murray's 5'10". Is... Drew Brees is not six feet. Can't confirm. That's what, he, no that's, that's what he's yeah. listed as. That's what he's listed that's what he's, as. Dude, I was listed as 6'2 in my college roster. I was 6'2. Yeah, I'm yeah. S- but like, and Cam's shorter than me. Like th- yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> why is this like a thing where like everybody always says the numbers are juiced up, but then like why, why wouldn't they juice up Kyler Murray's height though? You know what I mean? Because he's actually shorter than 5'9 yeah, and 3 quarters or whatever he's they're listed probably, I Shit. honestly would, like I've seen Cliff, like, when you look at Baker, because there's been a lot of like Baker and Kyler pictures just because they played on the same team. Kyler's shorter than Baker, and Baker's not Kyler, that tall. Kyler is significantly shorter than Baker. You know? So I don't know. It's it's just he's like they're gonna have to get him some of those heel insoles yeah. for his shoes. Get a little Lifted extra cleats, couple inches. <laughs> he, would, he could do a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a Doctor Scholl's ad 
He could be their <laughs> spokesman. <laughs> you ever seen those like Nike high heels? No. That girl, they're fucking gross. So <laughs> like Kyler's gonna be rocking hey, if some ever, Nike if high I ever heels. See a girl in Nike high heels? That's just Eric. If if you if you matched with just a rocket launcher on Bumble and she showed up to the date with Nike high heels, would you be like fucking next? Not a chance. <laughs> well, well, I'd be I'd be in Brooklyn if I'd that were the case. I've been I've been been in Brooklyn in quite a while, but uh, fucking Air know. Force One high heels. Yeah, <laughs> dude, these Fuck, are fucking man. hilarious. Five, fucking ten. You got to dummy me like this, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Everybody always. <laughs> I just sent you a picture of those. Um, everybody always makes the comparisons on how other short quarterbacks are successful. And it's like, but the amount of short quarterbacks that have just gone off and not been successful are far, far exceeding the rest. Never mind all the quarterbacks just in general that are six, four and above that have not been successful. So it's like the likelihood of somebody who's, if, if we're talking about juiced up numbers, if he's listed at five ten, this dude's uh, close to being a legal midget, and he's going <laughs> to be an NFL quarterback. I just have a hard time believing that this guy's going to work Yo, out. I was saying that six months ago, and then I was saying like, I, I, I don't believe he's going to get drafted number one, and then he gets drafted number one. So I don't know. I've, I've been wrong about everything, Kyler Murray. I so, mean, the thing is, is that, like, let's see what happens. Yeah, like the the <laughs> media, the, all the media attention around Kyler Murray makes me not like him. But like when he was at Oklahoma, he was a fucking stud. Like the kid can ball. There's no doubt about that. But let's not. He's law. good at tackle football. He's very good at tackle football. But let's not law about the fucking <laughs> Mahomes comparison until he actually plays a snap. Let's at least wait till preseason. I mean, fucking a guys, it's unreal. Eric's just before, these, are ridiculous, you, Eric. <laughs> these are ridiculous, Eric. These are fucking ridiculous. I mean, there's hooker heels, Nike and Airs. I don't even know what to call these. <laughs> Dude, those are Nike Nike Air heels. The air, the air is on the toe area. That's Wait, do they have ridiculous. like the pumps? <laughs> that would be sick. Just shows up to a date like and Cam was like, I remember those. <laughs> shows up to a date like someone trying to get dunked on. Let's fucking all boys. She's like, wait, I gotta pump my shoes really yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, really quickly, uh, did, so, uh, did you guys see the yeah. story of uh, Frank Caliendo? Because Frank Caliendo's boys with the Cardinals GM, like his kids play football together. Like you know who Frank Caliendo is, right? The impression impressionist. Yeah. 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 So he yeah. he jokingly, very like obvious jokingly, called the Cardinals GM. I can't remember his name. I think it's Kime or Steve Kime or something like that. But he called him, and he like did his John Gruden impression. Was like, hey man, let me tell you what. You got the number one overall pick. I got the number four. Why don't you take Nick Bosa, number one overall? I'll take Kyler Murray at number four. Dude, that's a good impression was, that you're it doing was right now. Fucking hysterical. <laughs> but Yahoo picked up the story because they heard about it, and then fucking Kimes' phone ends up blowing up because Rappaport's calling him. Uh, fucking Rappaport's calling him, and then he had like, oh, Jay Glazer was calling him, and they were all like, is this real? Is this is this actually happening? Like, are you going to trade the number one overall? And Caliendo just blew up oh, the draft Jesus. because of a joke. <laughs> just shows how stupid those guys are. Fucking idiots, all of them. And they're all That's just trying awesome, to get though. the jump on everybody else, and it makes for bad media. I mean, yeah, like, dude, when, when Rappaport comes on fucking ESPN and he's got his six cell phones, 
Sick I, like, he's I, fucking, I, he's, and he's 5'4 He's never yeah. seen a field of play in his life I can't fucking <laughs> change the channel Fast enough when he Same played. height as fucking Kyler yeah. Yeah. Ian, Let's just say it Ian Rappaport is not good at tackle football Ian Rappaport is not Can't confirm Ian Rappaport is not good at tackle football Maybe flag though He might have some, some See, I don't think he's got anything on flag football either That's probably true he, Did you guys see that? Touches his game. No there's like There's like an American flag football league, and it's like all ex-pros. It's like Michael Vick and T.O. And like I, just, I think we need a couch coaches American flag football league. That'd be sweet. Eric, get on that. You've, you've been working away. Just add that to the list. <laughs> I'll, travel, I'll travel out to Boston for a <laughs> I'll put it on yeah, the yeah, list. Just throw that yeah. on the the CVS receipt of lists of things yeah. I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go right underneath the fucking 10 videos that the hook Mike is sending me to fucking edit. <laughs> That three people are gonna fucking watch. Oh my god, that guy's passion about the Bruins is awesome. I fucking love that guy. His his love for the Bruins knows no bounds. He will. That's a good transition right there. Give me some Bruins talk, Cam. Dude, the Bruins are they're they're a wagon, as uh, as the boys from Chicklets would say. But uh, dude, they just. They're fucking. The Blues have been doing this all playoffs, where they've just been like headshotting guys. Like I'm a Sharks fan, and like the Blues just like illegally hit like five Sharks players. Just were like mid ice. I'm gonna go for the fucking head here. Three guys <laughs> from the Sharks, three star players, were out in Game Six because of concussions from headshots. And then the Blues win, and then they just roll into Boston and do the same shit. So what's like, going they, on? Are they just letting other refs just letting the guys suspended? What's they're letting name? them play yeah. because I think I think the ref, the officiating in the NHL this postseason has been so bad that they don't want to call anything. And they don't want to. They don't want to make a bad. They don't want to make a mistake on a shot where it's like, ah, oh, well, he didn't actually hit him in the head there. When you watch it in instant replay, and they slow mo it for fucking the eighteenth time, and you're like, no, nah, he didn't hit him. But on the ice, it looks like he just went shoulder to forehead. And so, like the the refs don't want to call shit, so the Blues are getting away with it, you know. And ever nobody wants to see Boston win oh. because they've it's been fucking three months since their last championship parade, so. They're just uh, well. What's his nuts got suspended though? The, the guy in the blues just got suspended. Yeah, he got today. suspended for a game, and like, but people are pissed off about that. And it's like, dude, he fucking boarded this guy. The kid's out with a concussion, and he's been killing it for the Bruins. It's definitely a strategy, you know. Like, I don't mind it. It's just like, hey, we're just gonna mm. beat the fuck out of him, and that's kind of playoff mm-hmm. hockey. Like, I respect that, but at the same time, it's like, dude, like, like they're they're going straight for Tukarask. Like, it's not even fucking close. They're just like bombarding the net. And it's like, that's a dude who's got concussion past. He's got concussion history. Like, I don't know. Uh, I just kind of think you get to a level where it's like, now this dude's career is in jeopardy. And, like, I get it. But at the same time, like, come on, man. That's kind of fucked up. So I kind of hope the yeah, Bruins I mean, come out. Like, what, would you, what are you going to do? You're in, the, you're in the Stanley Cup Finals. And you've yeah. got a monster team in the Bruins. And they're just deep, right? I mean, they yeah. have people on the bench that can play. Um, and they have... You know, like I said, they're just deep. So, how do you beat them? I mean, no, this is a hundred. This is a great. This is a great strategy for it. Yeah, exactly. There's no shame in this strategy. I'm not saying that like, oh, it's fucked up. They shouldn't be there. No, the Blues fucking earned it. They played their dick off. They deserve to be in the the, playing with grit, man. Yeah, it's a ton of grit. And so, like, it's definitely a strategy, and it can win them a cup. But I think talent level, talent wise, the Bruins are they skate circles around the Blues when it becomes, and you can tell, like, game one. You, yeah, could you can tell, tell that the Bruins like hit their stride second period, and it became a track meet, and the Blues couldn't keep up. You know, 
Hey, and thank God they scored that empty netter because Cammy took the Bruins minus one and a half boys plus one seventy. Kind of, is it kind of funny? Is, is that a hockey thing? I'm not. I'm not much of a hockey guy, and maybe you can tell me. But does does talent and physicalness cancel each other out that much? Because it seems to be doing so. When yeah, when you can do this and you can make nowadays it, when you can like because the Blues get do away a great, with it. Yeah, like not only that, but it's like the Blues do a great job of like getting in passing lanes and center ice and in making it really tough to get into their into their zone. So it's like when you can do that and you can kind of eliminate that those stretch passes and really kind of limit the Bruins running like that, then yeah, it's a great strategy and you force everything to the boards. The Bruins are physical too, so I'm really interested to see how things go when it comes to when that series goes to St. Louis tomorrow night. Um, but I mean, this series went from people being like, "Oh, the Bruins might sweep. The Bruins will win in five to, "Hey, we got a tied series, boys, and this thing could go the distance." So, it'll be interesting to see. Dude, I was hearing a different. I was hearing a different narrative. I don't know if I was listening to the same media outlets because my dad said the same thing. He's like, "Bruins have an eighty-four percent chance of winning," and. A lot of folks were saying that the Blues were a really talented team. I think the Stanley Cup, when you have the Hurricanes that almost missed the playoffs, that can make a run. I think it's the one sport where if St. Louis is, is at all viable and they're a tough team like they are, I mean, if they're willing to, to board people and take them out of games and fucking shank them in yeah. the back, you got to be worried about a team yeah. like that. You oh, know what I mean? Are, what'd you just send us, Eric? I'm in the middle uh, of the that, that was that was the that was the thing I sent you the other day. That was uh, I said that was the best sequence I've ever seen in sports history. Oh, like the yeah. that He's dude getting, assaulted. getting fucking yeah. assaulted and coming back down and making a play on the puck. That that's was fucking saying. badass. <laughs> yeah, that's like, and that's like, again, we're jumping from basketball to hockey. Sorry, God. yeah, I know, but basketball. <laughs> I got <laughs> really excited watching bad. that video. That shit no, gets my what, blood pumping. Yeah, that's what fucking Bruins hockey is all about, and like that's what that's what playoff hockey is. It's not even just the Bruins. It's just like you go and you get like you get your shit rocked, and you're like, man, fuck that guy. Like, I don't need a fucking helmet. I'll take a shot. I don't give a shit. And you just go and blam base somebody. That's fucking playoffs right there. Those are guys that's, who actually want it. And, like, the Bruins are I'll such give a you good this. Example. I mean, that's not even playoffs. That's just hockey, bro. I yeah. mean, like, that's the th- cool thing about hockey is, like, you've got people with mindsets to kill. And I know the whole thing is, is like, oh, these NFL guys, like, oh, they know how to hit somebody. They know how they've got this killer instinct. And it's like, yeah, maybe the offensive and defensive linemen and some linebackers. But. When it comes to hockey, every single one of those motherfuckers is ready to fucking take Dude, your head off, crazy. eat a fucking, eat a fucking jab, yeah. and just keep going. You know, like it's like, and it's it's like that. You look at the Bruins and you talk about like the the off season and shit. The Bruins are filled with guys who took team friendly contracts, and that's why they're in the cup because they have a bunch of guys who are probably who are getting underpaid. And they were able to assemble this team of studs because guys were like, you know what, I'm willing to take less money if we can go win a fucking cup. You know, and, and that's like you, that's the Warriors, and that's that's how sports should be. Yeah, and like I don't know if it you guys saw about winning David, championships. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw the Pasternak interview, and this uh, the reporter was at was telling him he was like, hey, like you're getting seriously underpaid. Like if you if you wanted more money, you could put the team in a, like a really tight spot. And Pasta just interrupts him, and he's like, yeah, I don't play hockey for money, man. And like, yeah, I saw that. I was bad. Reporter, yeah, the reporter was just like, I don't know what to say next. Like, it's that's just that's what sports should be about. It should be about winning championships. It shouldn't be about how much fucking dough you can get and being the guy 
just fucking basketball sucks, man. I fucking hate the NBA. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like. It, it just sucks. It Eric, sucks. are you good? Do you got to go soon? Uh, I'm gonna leave probably in like five. Okay. But yeah, that's. I was just gonna say that's the clip I'm probably okay. gonna use. Is that Bruins? Uh, I'm gonna put that commentary over that that clip. That's just gonna go viral, baby. No, I mean that's the most. That's yeah. the most. That is the most badass sequence of events I've ever seen in sports. Like, I mean, this yeah. guy just getting fucking hammered, and just like obviously, I don't know hockey. Again, I'll keep saying it, but I know you can't do that to a guy, and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> it's getting I mean, he's, he's, he, the dude, ri- the dude That's literally like the most rips, pulls his hand and rips off his helmet on his own. And it just yeah. goes down and he fucking makes a play. I mean, that's just. Did you and your friends ever do like the face rake where it's like you just fucking from the forehead down that, to the jawbone? That just sounds like an East Coast fucking evil fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the we most, didn't it's do the things like that to each thing other. Is to get your face no, man, we're on the like this from fucking top face. to bottom. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, we were kids. Like, but like watching the play, like, through, like they're both slashing each other first off. And then Perron's just all fucking over him, gets his helmet knocked off, Krug. And then Krug, like, if this is a basketball guy, he lays on the fucking floor for five minutes and waits for a trainer. Right, but right. But Krug's is like, you know what, fuck these fucking guys. I'm going to go fucking knock someone's head off. That's what it's all about, I'm, man. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it, like I said earlier, even in the NFL, you don't even see something as, like, aggressive as that. You know, like, no, I'm going out... Dude, it's like, just and, like, then, and then in, in game two, I don't know if you guys watch game two, but game two, fucking uh, Nordstrom, I can't remember his first name, but Nordstrom for the Bruins, uh, they're they're on a penalty kill, right? They're on a four-minute penalty kill, and he lays down and blocks a shot that goes right off of his fucking ankle, tries to get up, and his foot's just like not working, not nah, chief, not happening. And he goes and he fucking lays down in front of another shot. Like a minute later, he stays on the ice. They wind up from the fucking blue line and this dude rips a slap shot. And he lays down in front of that one too and wears another one. And then he blocks another shot on the shift. And it's like, dude, that's what it fucking takes to win the cup. That's what it means to be a fucking hockey player. And that's what it's all about. It's just sacrifice the body. Yeah. Sacrifice the only the way to win championships. Sacrifice the body. The one the one thing that I'm going to add, I do have to leave in like two minutes, but the last thing I'm going to add is that the the one thing that I don't like about hockey players, or not even hockey players, is the the dudes who advertise that hockey players are way tougher than everybody else. And it always comes from like the dude who didn't play didn't in the play team, hockey. you know what I mean? <laughs> You're absolutely right. I never, ever, ever <laughs> dude, played got like three minutes of ice time and was like... I've was never... Like, oh, dude, I've never... Way tougher. I can't even skate, bro. <laughs> Like, there's somebody who just gets hit by a car and they're bleeding out on the fucking middle yeah. of the road and they're like, hockey player yeah. would fucking he, throw some turn on and be out in the game. It's like, nobody asked you, man. Nobody's comparing anything hockey to player this. would finish the shift. Like, not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Hockey player would have gotten back on their bicycle and get riding off. It's like, nobody said anything to you, man. You're like, dude, that guy's, like, lodged in that garbage truck wheel right now. He probably needs an ambulance. And he's like, nah, finish the fucking shift, dude. It's for the oh, cop, all right? Shit.